This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. And I'm your host, Chris. We are also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. Now, let's find out what's on JJ's plate today. Today, we are sharing the story of tomatoes. So on our last episode of the Food Buzz, we briefly introduced the topic of the resurgence of heirloom tomatoes. But what exactly do we mean by heirloom? Some people define an heirloom by age and history. But because heirloom varieties have become popular in the past few years, there have been liberties taken with the use of this classification term. The general accepted definition of an heirloom is that the variety is open-pollinated and has been grown for several generations or is associated with a specific area, farm, or family. All heirloom varieties are open-pollinated, meaning that their seeds will produce offspring identical to the parent, although not all open-pollinated varieties are heirlooms. Some claim that a true heirloom must be at least 50 years old, though there is no explicit age definition. With the growing popularity of heirloom tomatoes, open-pollinated varieties with exceptional qualities, specifically flavor, are currently being bred and introduced into the marketplace as heirlooms without such long histories. Heirlooms are often categorized into the following four subdivisions. Commercial heirlooms, which are open-pollinated varieties that were introduced to the public before 1940. Family heirlooms. These are varieties that are passed down from generation to generation. These varieties were initially saved for their valued qualities and genetically stabilized to an open-pollinated form by astute farmers and home gardeners. Created heirlooms. These are varieties that are deliberately created by crossing either two known heirlooms or an heirloom and a hybrid. The initial hybrid seed has to be grown out for several generations to dehybridize it to an open-pollinated form. It is common for many people to claim that a created heirloom is not a true heirloom. And finally, mystery heirlooms. These varieties are a product of a natural cross-pollination. Some of the most recognized heirloom varieties include Brandywine, Purple Cherokee, Black Crim, and Great White. The true definition of a hybrid tomato is that a new variety is created when plant breeders intentionally cross-pollinate by hand-pollinating one variety of tomato with the pollen of a different tomato flower, two different varieties of plant. The purpose of this intentional cross-pollination is to produce an offspring or hybrid that contains the best traits of each of the parent plants. Cross-pollination is a natural process that occurs between plants, specifically within members of the same plant species. In the hybridization process, pollination is carefully controlled to ensure that the right plants are crossed to achieve the desired combination of characteristics, such as bigger fruit size or better disease resistance. The process of developing a hybrid typically takes many years. One of the most familiar and loved modern hybrid varieties is the Sun Gold Cherry Tomato, a prolific yellow cherry tomato that's so sweet and delicious, it's like candy from the garden. The Sun Gold Cherry Tomato was bred by the Tokia Seed Company of Japan and released to the commercial market in 1992. In general, hybrids offer some combination of these favorable traits. Dependability, less required care, early maturity, higher yield, improved flavor, specific plant size, 
and or better disease resistance. Hybrid vegetables typically look like the veggies you'd find at a supermarket. If you are fortunate enough to have space to grow tomatoes, then it is best to be aware of the two main distinctions in the tomato plant itself, determinant versus indeterminate. Determinant, or bush tomatoes, grow on bush-like plants with short vines and bear just one crop per season. Determinant varieties do not need pruning, may be grown with or without support, and are a good option for growing in containers. Indeterminate or climbing varieties are long, sprawling vine plants that bear fruit continuously throughout the season. Indeterminate varieties should be staked, trellised, or caged, and pruned for best results. There are also two main leaf types for tomato plants, regular leaf and potato leaf, with slight leaf variations for both types, such as rugose, a dark green, rough surface leaf, and angora, a fuzzy regular leaf. Regular leaf is the most common leaf type in tomato plants, distinguished by the leaf's serrated edges. There are many variants in terms of size and color of regular leaf types, as some are much narrower than others, and color can range across shades of green and even green-blue. Potato leaf plants are distinguished by their large, dark green leaves that are oval in shape with a pointy tip and just a few large notches in the mostly smooth leaf edge. There are many questions that arise when tomato growing and eating season commences, and we find that it is best to ask those questions. Ask them of the farmers you meet at the market, look them up online, read some of the hundreds of articles out there on tomatoes, check the Specialty Produce app, bottom line, search for the answers, because often you will find delicious results. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. Be sure to follow at Specially Produce App on Instagram for some amazing produce photos. And while you're on there, give us a follow at Plated Earth. As always, you can find more information, recipe ideas, and spots of local produce on the Specially Produce App. Tune in next time for some food fables. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time.